Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you, that even every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account for in the day of judgment. Therefore by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 through 37. James tells us that the tongue is an unruly thing that no man can tame. Yet when the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, the first place that it manifested was in their tongues. That thing which no man could control, the Holy Spirit could and did and does when we ask him to. See, they had spent many days in prayer and supplication, crying out, asking, and so they received. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman, Of course, gentleness being one of the very fruits or evidences of the Holy Spirit. He will do nothing unless you ask him. You must welcome him. You must humble yourself and ask of him. You must acknowledge your need for deliverance. You must express to him your want of his indwelling, life-changing, flesh-crucifying presence before he will step in and take action. Because that in this way do we know that it was him that brought the change and not our own strength, will, or ability. Therefore, in every area of sanctification, we must come to the place where we recognize our need for change. Then we must humble ourselves and ask for the grace to do it. Then we must walk in the faith that it is done. And do not return to it. When honest mistakes happen, rebuke it, ask for forgiveness, and continue to walk in victory over it. Keep pressing forward toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Don't go back to your old life because victory is assured in the abiding. Jesus said that unless you abide, you will dry up and die and you will be cut off like a branch and cast into the fire. We must produce the fruits of righteousness and that virtue flows from the root, which is Christ through to us, the branch, that those fruits might be produced through us in the abiding, in that place of his presence where he comes and indwells us. This is not a one-time event, my friend. This is a daily experience. The more he fills us up, the more we feel him living through us. His wisdom comes from us. His gentleness moves us. His revelation reassures us. His holiness radiates through us. His love drives us. His spirit empowers us. That we might be able to truly say with all assurance that more of him and less of us is gained and crucified in his presence. Because no teaching can do for us what the teacher can, except that the teaching be run to Jesus. Because in that place, 
will all the things that can't be changed be changed. The tongue is tamed. The hard and hurt heart is replaced. The lies erased, the truth embraced. A moment in his presence can heal a lifetime of negligence. The experience of being loved and accepted by the king of everything will pierce through every wall, desire, lie, wound, and bondage of the enemy, except for pride. Because pride will keep you from asking for help, from acknowledging that you need it and from receiving what has freely been given by the blood of Jesus. Pride will keep you in your mind. Pride will keep you in your lies. Pride will keep you bound to sin. Pride will steal your purposes. Pride will speak through you much foolishness. Pride will keep you dead within. Pride will keep you fruitless, hopeless, helpless, and graceless, because pride will keep you out of God's presence. So for whatever impossible thing you need today, whatever change, whatever grace, run to Jesus and ask in faith. James chapter 4 verse 6 says this, But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. And in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, we read this, the words of Jesus, when he said, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened up unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. What an amazing promise from the Lord God Almighty. So Lord, today we humble ourselves, and we ask you for the grace to be changed. From everlasting to everlasting into the likeness of Christ Jesus, there is nothing too hard for my king. There is no impossibility that he can't do or that won't be done through or for those who believe. So I am asking for big and mighty things. God, we ask you that we be changed and set free from the chains and bondages of the enemy. We ask it for our families. God, we ask for mighty moves of your spirit within our nation and generation. God, we ask for souls to be saved, people to be delivered and set free we ask for an overthrowing of the enemy in impossible ways that you get all the glory lord we're asking for our great and mighty in time or me to rise up and go forth in the earth and do an impossible work because that they have believed in the impossibilities of an immovable immeasurable undefeatable king matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says but jesus beheld them and said unto them with men it is impossible but with god all things are possible. If the Holy Spirit of the living God can tame the tongue of a man that was once deemed impossible, then there is no sin or temptation that he cannot deliver you out of. Whatever the thing is that has held you back, come to him today humbly, bending the knee in faith that it's not too hard for him. 
and ask him, truly, sincerely, from your heart, to forgive you and to deliver you. Then speak to that mountain and cast it out. Whatever that thing may be, bitterness, unforgiveness, prejudice, addiction, perversion, hard-heartedness, seek the Lord. He will reveal it to you. Simply acknowledge it as sin. Speak it out to him. Repent of it. Ask for forgiveness. And then say, Jesus, take it away from me. As far as the east is from the west, cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. I believe that you are stronger than my enemy. So it must leave me today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And take a big breath and let it go and let the weight fall off, my friend, because nothing is too hard for our king. Today we're going to ask him for the impossible things. Whatever that family member is that is going through a hard season, God, we don't believe that your arm is too short, that you can't reach them. God, we are calling their names out all over this nation. Lord, we pray that you move in mighty, miraculous ways to save them. Father, reach out to the ones that are forgotten and show them how much you love them. Father, bring them back into your house and your family. Give them a purpose, a robe and a ring and a destiny. Take back what the enemy stole and cause him to restore sevenfold in Jesus' mighty name. God, we are asking that this nation be saved no matter what it costs, Lord. That the false prophets and the counterfeits and the selfish men in the parliament and in the pulpits be exposed and removed. Let the Hamans be hanged on their own gallows and let the Davids be raised up from the unseen pastures. Let the truth arise. And let faith be stirred in the lives of this generation that they will not be overtaken in their wilderness season, but that they will become Joshua's, a people consecrated and ready to possess the promise. Nothing is impossible for Jesus. God, we're asking to see the dead raised to life, the sick healed, the knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus Christ revealed. To those who could not see it, let blinded eyes be opened both physically and spiritually that we might be able to stand even before the Pharisees and say, I may not know a lot of theology, but this one thing I know, how once was blind, but now I see. How once was lost, but now I'm found. How once was broken, but I'm made whole. How once was in bondage, but now I'm free. How once was bound up and overrun and depressed by the enemy, but now where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom and joy and rejoicing in the Holy Ghost. There is a purpose and a plan for our lives and we're going to walk in it to the fullest of his ability. Because if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead now lives inside of me, then nothing shall be impossible for those who believe. Not because we can do great and mighty things, but because we're willing to humble ourselves, bend the knee and ask our king and truly believe. That nothing is too hard for him. No victory out of his reach. No impossibility outside of the realm of his omnipotent, omnipresent majesty. That's the king I serve. Creator of heaven and earth. God over everything.
The Bible tells us that if we pray anything that is in alignment with God's will, he will hear that prayer from us. It also tells us that it is not his will that any should perish. So we know that these things, when we pray for salvation, for souls, for revival, for nations to be changed, for Jesus to come again, for the peace of Israel, all of these things that he has commanded us to press through in prayer and intercession for, he will move mightily on those prayers. If we will humble ourselves and seek his heart and his will, then he will reveal it to us. And when we begin to pray those things forth, they will begin to manifest in the earth. He has given us great power, authority, and dominion. He has made us his temple, his priest, his kings in the kingdom. And he is waiting for us to be those ancient gates that are opened up that he himself, the king of glory, might step in and bring about those changes. He does it. It is by the power of his Holy Spirit and his grace. But we are meant to carry him to the places where it needs to be manifested. We are meant to be the gate. Our mouth is meant to be the thing that opens up to let those proclamations and power out. So be willing to ask him for great and mighty things. Nothing is too hard for our king. The greater things are available to those who believe. Nothing is impossible. But the question is, is do you really believe? Because if you do, then you'll be willing to ask him. Whether it be for overcoming power over sin and temptation, whether it be for life-changing transformation, the greatest miracle in demonstration of the power of God in this earth is a man who is transformed from who he was to more than he was before through the power of our risen Lord. Are you willing to ask him for the impossible things like the dead being raised, blinded eyes being opened? mighty waves of his spirit unto salvation are you willing to ask him to change the course of nations do you have the faith to keep praying until you see it because the one who truly believes doesn't speak and walk away and keep living the same way the one who truly believes keeps knocking and saying i know you're there i know you hear me I know you can do this impossible thing and I'm not leaving until I see it completed. God, we are asking for a great and mighty end time outpouring because I see a cloud about the size of a man's fist and I know that the downpour is coming. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.